Well, this is the 20 by 20 podcast, and this is episode 67. We are your hosts, Nate the McFly. Mr. Shaish. Shit, nigga Woodrow, shout out to the nation of domination. Yeah, look at that. And LP dangerously. <laughs> What's going on, people? How's everything, man? Right. Everything yeah. is everything. We're about to get right. Everything is everything. All right. <laughs> I'm about to let y'all know. <laughs> oh, man. Luther Woodrow. No. Luther Woodrow. Mary J. SM2. <laughs> <laughs> Mary J. <laughs> Whoa, man. Um, well, I'm on my yeah. first day of vacation. Nice. Excellent. Congratulations. (laughs) Chilling, you know. Feels good. Feels good. Got this tux out of the way for the wedding. Very nice. All my groomsmen are going to be looking real spiffy. Excellent. Excellent. It's going to be a joyous occasion, fellas. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait for the food. (laughs) Trust me. Food's going to be off the hook. I'm just just counting down. That's all I'm doing. I'm just counting down for the getaway. Yeah, and I'm That's also, it. you know, I'm, I'm doing some some recon and um, I'm looking to see, you know, I'm checking out your DJ. I'm not gonna lie, you know, if your DJ's fly, I might I might have to holler at him, bro. You know, for my wedding and all that. Okay, okay. Um, Look at that. Yo, yeah. he got he got me the Goldberg pyro, so I'm I'm good to go, bro. Yeah, I don't I don't yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unless you're gonna inhale the smoke, you gotta inhale the smoke, bro. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, you gotta do it smoke, like bro. Goldberg yeah. did. There's no point of do not doing it like for that. For real. You all gotta right, inhale right, that right, smoke. Right. Yeah, definitely gotta do that. All well, you gotta do is breathe it in. They're like, yo, I thought he was supposed to be happy. <laughs> yo, you get the DJ some, the Goldberg song. Oh my god Yo if y'all come out to that I'll be pretty yeah. tough actually She <laughs> so ain't gonna say yes to that What song y'all coming out to? I have no idea right now Yes oh, he does on her <laughs> Her yeah, song right? Her song finishes Oh no actually You gotta come out first The first day you propose she No we come out together You come out together Yeah because you Yeah know, they come out together At Mr. and Mr. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey <laughs> she comes out first and waits that, for your That's answer. the day that not changes his last name. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> nah, like, Mr. and Mrs. Robles. No, nah, that's not her last name. No, not at all. I, I know. I'm just freestyling. Rodriguez? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Robles. <laughs> <laughs> Robles. 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 Oh, man. Mr. and Mrs. Rodriguez. <laughs> never. Everybody's like, what? Never. <laughs> no, never, never, never. Nay, Nay Martinez. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, we gonna go on it out. He, he said Martinez, though. I said Nay Nay, too. That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's not even a real person, bro. Yeah, I think we just gloss over Nay Nay, yo. Yeah, we never called this thing a Nay Nay once. Life. <laughs> 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 that was so doable. 
Oh, this whole my time God. I know you. All these years. <laughs> all these years, I let Nene go. like, nah, they call me Nene now. All her homegirls. <laughs> they call me Nene. So, oh, Nah, it's definitely Mr. and Mrs. Comrie. That's definitely what it's going to be. I walk out of that bitch. Mr. Woo. Mrs. Comrie. Hopefully future Mrs. Comrie ain't listening like that that person. No, I mean she was she did. Holding a rolling pin. Yeah. <laughs> Where Rollo's on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Old school. Uh, nah, but shout out to the future Mrs. Comrie. Yeah, shout out to you. Shout out to you, to bro. Shout out. Shout out, out to the future Comrie's coming through. Oh yeah. Uh, Hopefully get three of them. Oh, yeah. Shout out! It's gonna be dope. It's gonna be dope. <laughs> yeah, Everybody else good though. You been good? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I've been good, man. Like I said, first, first day. Yeah. First day on vacation. First of twenty. I feel like I'm I feel good. like you've been rocking it out since Friday. I mean, going to R O uh, G. Oh, was it? I, uh, yeah. H-O-G. Everywhere, H-O-G. everywhere, man. H O G L P was there with me. Mm-hmm. L P H O G. Was that was a fire. great transition, that's LP. That was a great transition right there. <laughs> you know, like that was a good segue right there. Oh. Shout out to you. And it was mad casual. Like I just like, kept. It was yeah. natural. Yeah. Yo, I seen the clips of HOG. It was pretty official. Like uh, official, yeah, bro. Honestly, I, yo, when Adam Page came out. When Hangman came out. That was that, bro. that was crazy. But I, I love what the owner of HOG said. He was like. He's like, you know, I want to pay respects to the Young Bucks and everybody here. You know, being here, I know you guys came for the Young Bucks, but I want to tell y'all and tell these niggas right here, this ain't, this ain't all elite. This is HOG. He hits him with the mic. Boom! Yeah, they beat the shit out of him. And beat, they started beating the shit out of the Young Bucks. No That's way. Tough. Yeah, dude. I That's was like, yeah. Song. And then Adam Page comes out and saves the day ah, with his nice. cowboy music. And He's he- like, we out here doing cowboy shit. Bomb. <laughs> Cowboy shit in Queens, that was fire. Yo, dude, the <laughs> yeah, dopest shit. Dope. Yo, the Young Bucks' last indie show was in Queens. Word. That's that was fire. pretty dope. That was pretty dope. Westside Gun was there. Westside Uncle was there. Murder Uncle Murder came out, did a little show. No way. Yeah. yeah. Uncle Murder? What, what was yeah. that Brooklyn rapper's name? Yo. Huh? The Brooklyn rapper? Wait. I mean, the Brooklyn wrestler? That he's like... Oh, um, like Cash Flow. Cash Flow... Broadway Kennedy. Kennedy Broadway. There we go. Kennedy Broadway. Hold on, wait. I'm sorry. So Cashflow is not in that? No, oh. Cashflow is like his nickname. Okay. Because he's always throwing out money. Cashflow oh. so Ken went, Broadway. Like, he came out like he was a part of the, like, the whole... And then, you know, the, the Uncle Murder came out with him. Uncle Murder. Yeah, oh. Uncle Murder. Like, it, Uncle Murder, Uncle Murder. It hit different. It hit different. Yeah, that was, that was playing through the whole speakers West out there, bro. backstage. That DJ Drewski. Like, actually on the stage. Niggas die every day, B. Can't you know who else voice. was there on the low? Fucking, uh... Tell them... Tell them Sosa sent you or some shit like that. That Instagram page. Oh, um, tell them Blanco sent you. Tell them Blanco sent you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, he was there with uh, Uncle Murder and Westside Gun. Of course, there. you know, LAX coming out to some Hector Lavo. Aguanile. Why? Yo, it's just so dope to see shit like that. And I don't know, maybe we just seen the last indie show for the for LAX too. Who knows, man? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, Where that was the last. Where do you think they're going? Well, let's see, man. The way that NXT tag division is looking, I would love for them to be there, like I said last week, bro. But um, also Private Party, another young up and rising tag team through the indie division that started out with HOG, 
is leaving as well because they just signed their contract with AEW. And that's who, you know, had their match. With yeah, the they Bucks. had their match with the Young Bucks. Whatever, the Young Bucks went over, but after that, you know, the whole melee happened. That shit was dope. Who that came out with the owner again? Ah uh, man, I wish that they they fought LAX. Yeah, they fought LAX. Oh, man, that match what on. is their name? Holy shit, bro. I can't believe I forgot, man. They went over on a bullshit win. Yeah, but they've been, they been coming up through the indies, too. Yo, and while you're looking man. for that name, <clears throat> just want to give a quick shout-out to Orange Cassidy for holding it down and getting that deal with AEW, man. Yo. I've been a big fan of Orange Cassidy since I first seen him. Word, son. That nigga is the Fonz of this wrestling shit. <laughs> Fonz. Yo, that's a Yo, good one. I fucks with him, so that's good luck to good that, one. man. To go. Word. The Fonz word, dead ass. That motherfucker come up, but he he throws like little bird ass punches and then still rocks, bro. Yeah, but yo, honestly, I can't believe it. Show it's called showmanship. Okay, sorry. All these wrestlers <laughs> to get with it. Yo, H like your, hold on. Yeah, yeah, like your ahead. boy said, your boy uh, that we did for uh, conversation Fridays three. Oh, uh, Joey A. Shout Which out to I Joey A. I totally Ace. agree with. These wrestlers are not into their character. They don't have personality. They don't know how to fucking have a conversation. That's true. They're dope in the ring. And that's as far as it goes. But that's that's it. With the dudes like him are getting, you know, dope points for promos. Just shout for him, but yeah, Joey Ace, Joey Ace. Nah, but uh, Bell Joe. HOG, what I like about HOG itself was that uh, it's an intimate setting. Even though there was mad people in there, like LAX yeah, came out. Yeah, it was out. packed, bro. LAX came out, and they botched up the entrance real quick. Yeah. But it's the indies, so we forgive, and we're like, do it again. <laughs> do it again. And they did it again. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> let's, let's rewind, rewind that. <laughs> no way. Yeah. <laughs> They did the intro twice. Twice. They came, the entrance twice. Yeah. Like the way they came into the Where they fucked up at? Right at the beginning of the match. But like, what happened? What happened? All right, so you know LAX, the, the one with the big hair. He's Ortiz. Ortiz, Ortiz. Boom. So Ortiz was supposed to come in through the two ropes in like a spear-like fashion. Yeah. And he gets caught. Between the ropes, real quick, and everybody's like, ah, and it was like some people were like botchamania, and some people were like you fucked up, like it was like a mixed crowd. But then we were like, yo, do it again, do it again, and everybody's like, do it again, do it again, yo. Oh man, that's dope. They they unveiled a new belt over there. Hold on, wait. So then what? So they went yeah. back out? No, no. No, he, no, fucking he did, did that spot. He like, did that okay. spot, that, yeah. Where the bell was supposed to ring when he hits yeah. the spears, and he hit it the second time with, between the ropes. That's dope. <laughs> Which you'll see on their Instagram page. That's that indie love. Yeah, yeah. that's ma- yo, that's, that's such that an indie, indie love. love. I was like, yo, just love that shit. You, you won't see that videotape. <laughs> that's what's that's up. true. Yeah. Like, yo, everybody was, like, there enjoying themselves. There was nobody, like, really, like, going crazy, and then people are looking at them. Like, sometimes when you go to these indie shows and people start talking, some people take, like, some type of an offense to it. Maybe it's because of a wrestler they like or whatever it may be. But over there, it was just mad love, bro. Mad fucking love. It was it was dope. They got to unveil a new belt that they're going to have, which is a beautiful belt, too. Yeah, what what, what is it? It was at the, um, It has to do with a six-man match, the belt. 
The belt can only be defended in a six-man match. That's fire, dude. Damn. I forget the name of it. No, I, I, I totally forgot, but I just remember they, they, they unveiled the belt with it. The belt looks great. Their fucking crown jewel belt, which is like their... Yo, I would say probably like their IC title. Why did you forget? Like what? What? Why did I forget what? Were you sipping, sipping? No, I just forgot the name of the fucking belt, bro. Oh. The fuck. <laughs> I thought you was gonna say you was fucking drinking. I don't know. Nah, I just forgot the name of the belt, my nigga. I totally forgot. But it was a very, very fucking good looking belt, and a lot of their belts look really, really good. Like they're they're very unique. You know, like I was saying, the Crown Jewel title is like their IC title, and the shit is, you know, it's just sparkles. It's, it's fucking beautiful, bro. Beautiful fucking belt. Yeah, that Crown Jewel title is dope. Yeah, hell yeah. And hell I'm yeah. kind of like weirded out that they have a character named Mantequilla as a yeah. champion. And from what I've learned, he's been a champion for over a year or almost a almost year. Almost a year. Jesus I was there Christ. when he won it. He won it from uh, Sammy Callahan. Fucking Mantequilla, bro. Yeah, bro. It's <laughs> a pretty fire name, though. <laughs> Luchador Mantequilla. That's Fucking get him a partner, man. Call him Mantequilla and Maduro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Suicidal Six-Way Championship. That's what it's called. That's what it's called. What? Because it's a, it's a match that only could be defended. That belt can only, de- only be defended between, like, a six-man match. Which is called a Suicidal Six-Man Match. That's crazy. And then you have a suicidal six, I mean six, whatever. Not a six-man tag. No, No, a six-man individual match. That's dope. That's pretty dope. But, like, they get tagged in. It's not like all of them were in there. Yeah, you have to tag somebody in. Yeah, you have to tag yourself in. So niggas is, like, tagging themselves into the match. It's it's all right. Tagging themselves. No, you're, like, tagging somebody else in. You got to be a part of the match in order to win it. Yeah, and sometimes they'll, like, put quick, like, in a lot of psychology. There's yeah, a lot that, of psychology in that match. Yeah, it's really... I, I liked it. I was like, yo, that's really dope. It was different. It was real different. <coughs> yeah, you look at it. You get tired. You want to tag out. Fuck it. Let this thing get the beating. I'm going to recover real quick. I'm not going to let him win. I'm just recovering. So you just straight slapping dudes to tag out. Yeah. That's what's up. But there was like a twist to it. What is it? Like, if you roll out of the ring completely without a tag, somebody else comes in? Uh, I'm not sure about that. Or was sure. that just spots that just went on? And I think that was spots that just went on. It was okay. just with uh, the the legal people who okay, cool. were part of it. Gotcha. But uh, gotcha. yeah, man, yo, HLG was fire. Yo, Matthew Travis, Matthew Travis is gonna be a fucking star, bro. I seen him a couple of times at HLG, and he always has like a type of a gimmick when he comes out. Like he's always dressed different. Like he cosplays and shit. He came out dressed as Freddy with the Freddy. The old school Freddy music in the background. He had the glove, the fucking, uh, the sweater, the burnt hat and shit. Like, she looked dope. She looked dope. Bronx nigga too. Shout out to Matthew Travis. Shout out to, yeah, shout out to. And he's dope in the ring? Yeah, he really is. That's Him and that kid, Ken Broadway, their uh, tag team name when they tag up is called MDK Murder, no, MBK Murder by Kicks. It's different. Hell yeah, it's different, right? But um, another event that we went to on Sunday to go watch SummerSlam was the Jabba Tears SummerSlam viewing party hosted by none other Peter Rosenberg. 
Shout out to the Jabba Tears for having us there. Word. Word. Shout out to the Jabba Tears, man. They doing it. They it's, doing it right now. They showed now. a lot of love. Awesome. They gave niggas the VIP treatment. Word, word, word. That was love. That was love right I was love, able love. to take a picture with Nia Jax. <laughs> no. Nah. <laughs> 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 Faye Jackson. <laughs> oh, yeah, because of Nia Jax. Uh, Damn, that's a botch. That's a botch. That's a botch. <laughs> Noob. We need Shice to say that. Nah, I knew quick. exactly what she was. <clears throat> I don't know why the fuck I said. <laughs> But Faye Jackson was there. Mm. I haven't even seen that bitch wrestle in a minute. <laughs> Noob. <laughs> but shout Yo. to Faye Jackson, man. Now we're doing her name. He said it like about four times. <laughs> nah, I said Nia Jax one time, bro. No, I said now you know her name because you said her name four times. Oh, man. I think she'll still respect the botch. Shout to you, though. Oh man, but yeah, we met a lot of people there. You know, we met a lot of people from other different podcasts like uh, Ramble Mania. You had uh, the girls there from Deadass. Two dope girls, what? That's what it's called? See? You see? Botch. Dead it? ass girls podcast. Damn, I had it right the first time. Fuck. Nah, you that was a dope flick too. But um. <laughs> okay. <Got it>. Okay. <laughs> Energy is not on you anymore, bro. <laughs> we we met uh Rosenberg's that guy Greg. Who else was over there, bro? Oh, the the two man faction. Ah, yeah. BX Strong. BX Strong, Ace Andrews, and Big Cuzzo was in the building with the tag titles. Shout out to them. We're going to have them on Conversation Friday soon, very soon. I think today is day 39 of... The best BWF reign. The greatest. (laughs) Yeah, they they killing it, though. Shout out to them. Yeah, they're really doing that thing. I mean, also the Jabba Tears themselves, you know, like Sir Wilkins. we We seen them at HOG. You know, he's over there, you know, doing what he got to do. Yo, who was he carrying? What's... Oh, that little that little redhead nigga. What was his name again? Uh, I don't know. He was part of that six-man match. Yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not too familiar with all the whole roster of uh, HOG, but they got... It was like... They, got, Roger, they got a lot of up-and-comings right now because a lot of their main main people are leaving. So they got a lot I of new people really coming small, in. Though. He's a small dude. Yeah, he was, he was small shit. <clears throat> But, uh, yeah, you know, Mr. Black, Janelle, their whole team, like, you know, everybody that do the visuals, Leon, Gunshot Visual, they got, a, they, got a, they got a squad over there, man. You know, shout out to them, man. Shout out to the event. It was dope. Got to see, I would say, a good SummerSlam. It was very, uh, very entertaining throughout the show. Of course, there was some points that were a little, you know, meh. Little meh, but like the, like the Trish Stratus match. I thought that nah, match that was, was good. Dope. That was a that dope was match, bro. Worse. The oh, Trish Stratus nah. Charlotte match, really? That beginning was like, 
the worst. I'm though. talking about the match in general, like the match itself. Yeah, I'm talking about the match itself. It was like the, wow. I thought. I'll be honest. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't compared to like what the what the females were doing on NXT because they they stole they stole the fucking weekend. But that match wasn't bad, bro. Trish Stratus being how old is she? Was before I say fifty again. <clears throat> Nah, she was younger than that. She's like 40-something. Yeah, she's like 44 or something, what, right? Like, 44, uh, whatever. She, she but where's she at? And she hasn't wrestled in like 10 years? Yo, yo. Look good. Was that supposed to be her last match or something like that? That's what they say. Mm. Good match. It's supposed to be her last match. But I feel like she she had a good goal around. What was it about the match you didn't like? It's like all of it. Like, every <laughs> time she tried to like... She's 42. There we go. All right, so like the counter attacks were mad slow, bro. Like you'll see this, you'll see it for like a good three seconds. That should only take a quick second to do. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So you'll see that shit like three to four seconds to do, and it, and she kept on doing it, and kept on going to the same Huracanana type, like you know, like reversal, like you know, like and then it was all the same shit to me that she was doing, not Trish. Charlotte, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Trish. But she was playing it like, you know, yeah, where she was, could. It wasn't good enough. Mm. Okay. The shite standards, it wasn't good enough. I thought it was. she had some really nice moments, like her doing the figure eight on Charlotte. That was pretty dope. She's aging like milk, though. Is that bad? Aging like milk? Yeah, right? Like, was it like in three days that she was riding? What, what happened? I don't drink milk, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I got yeah, I guess we'll fucking move on, bro. Mm-hmm. But uh what else from SummerSlam stood out to you guys? Like you guys got a favorite match? What else? Honestly, my favorite fucking thing about some SummerSlam was Matt Riddle and his story. With the bumping, watch along? Yeah, and his story about bumping into Goldberg. When he was looking for him, taking the, the watch along, he did a watch along of uh, SummerSlam, and he bumped into Goldberg, and Goldberg's like, "I know you," like yeah. you know, started talking to him and shit. Wait, is it on video and shit? No, but then he uh, puts out a picture. There was a package left in his uh, locker, and it said, "Remember, I'm not your bro," or some shit like that. It's like, and signed by Goldberg. Bro. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "I'm not your bro." <laughs> and he's like, whatever, bro. I mean, like, he kept on calling him bro because I guess that's all he knows how to say. I don't know. Well, you're not a fan of Matt Riddle now? I love Matt Riddle. <laughs> but I feel like that's, that's all he's going to really say. He's that's just going to be like, bro. It's like, <laughs> like either, you, um, either you take it or you get fucked up. Right or wrong? Yeah. I just think that whole <clears throat> altercation between him and Goldberg is hilarious. Yes. It's hilarious. Yeah, that but, whole angle is fucking hilarious. For real. It, it might be it might be something later on. I hope. You know, it would be awesome if it was something later on. Yeah. I mean, once Matt Riddle gets, or if he gets into the big show, you know, out of NXT, I mean, maybe he he should have had his Goldberg's last match. You know well, what I'm Goldberg is still wrestling. He's not, you know, he didn't have his last match yet. I think this is it for Goldberg. I don't, I don't think, think you. So. I don't think you spear somebody ten times, and then come back. And then come back. It could happen. Yeah, of course. Uh, I guess if really. he wants to get paid for it, it could happen. 
exactly. Yo, they gave him $1 million to do that last show he did in Saudi Arabia. Really? A million fucking dollars. That's fucking nasty. So they're probably telling Goldberg, you owe us, nigga. Hmm. You know, like, we gave you a mill, you gave us that shit, we're not gonna give you shit, you're just gonna have to appear, bro. You gotta make up for this shit. But the dopest shit about SummerSlam, Bray Wyatt, bro. Yeah, that's what Finally I was Finally debuting The Fiend. That entrance was everything, bro. I love that they didn't really change the music. It's just remixed. Puffy would approve of this shit. King of fucking remixes. And they go fucking approve of this shit. And just him coming out, like the whole eerie feeling. Him in the total darkness with the fireflies. And he has that fucking lantern, bro. That's basically his head on it. The old Bray Wyatt's on the lantern. That shit is fucking crazy, bro. I also liked how they kept it. Basic, basically, like like that dark, mysterious, and Finn Balor looks scared of it. Like, playing it over into, like, Finn Balor really did his thing in that match. Even though he lost, and he lost quickly, whatever he did in that match, whether it be the facial expressions of him not, like, knowing what to do, just being scared, that made the character even more, bro. I thought it was awesome. What are your guys' thoughts on Bray Wyatt right now as The Fiend? Um, I gotta see how long you could just do this for, you know what I'm saying? Like, how long is that gimmick gonna last where there's gonna be matches like that and then your master's gonna be on for that long, you know? So I wanna continue seeing matches as... But it's not gonna work on everybody. I feel like it should for now. Like, he shouldn't even be... He should... The Fiend shouldn't even be coming out. All the time. Like, he could come out, like, every couple of weeks. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that character is so strong. He, the character just picks who he wants to go after next. Yeah, yeah. And it can't be no no squash matches. It can't be some C-level star. Like, it has to be, like, somebody who's on TV. Somebody who's prominent within, like, the top 20 in, in both brands. Just him going and fucking niggas up. Have him be the one that beats Seth Rollins. Like, they're going back to that gimmick era, bro. That's how I feel right now. They're going back to that, little by little. You have people acting a certain way, acting different. You know, everybody seemed to be very bland. Like, everybody had a character, but it was bland because it was just great. Like, all right, he says this, that, and the third, and it's nothing there. Like, Bray Wyatt is bringing something to the table. I mean, you know how I feel. I always said it was different. It was refreshing. It's just something different, whatever. Who cares? Like, eventually it's going to get corny, and you're going to want to see him get defeated and shit. But that's good. Yeah. And eventually he's going to take the mask off, like, you know what I'm saying? But it's a build, exactly. And that's the difference than some nigga with fucking greasy hair and a beard. And a beard. Coming (laughs) to the ring, flipping around, and doing some dope shit. Like, I get it, bro, but that's... It can't just be all that. Like, you give a doink the clown work because this that's what wrestling is. Feel me? Nah, I feel you, bro. No cap, big facts. <laughs> I feel you on that. I feel you on that. Anybody else? Anybody else got thoughts on the Bray Wyatt character now? The Fiend? I honestly didn't like his entrance. So? Nah. Why? 
The only reason why is because I feel like the Fiend shouldn't have entrance music. He should. He should have came out with that whole the way they kept doing the lights and stuff. Yeah. And him appearing with like the the head, the Bray Wyatt head, like that appears in the beginning. Yeah, like that but he still he that. still had to walk down, you know, like yeah. the walk down. The fiend shouldn't get the walk down. Like he shouldn't he should even be under the ring already and just pop yeah, out. Yeah, he should be that terrorizing thing that he just appears out of nowhere. Even if they even had like multiple people staged, dressed as a fiend, just to look like oh, there's a fiend, lights out. There's a fiend, lights out. Like shit like that, that could have worked too. But having him come out to music, kind of dulls it down. Cause later on, like we said. Bray Wyatt's not going to wrestle in that mask all the time. He should come out to that remix He's definitely going to wrestle in the mask all the time. I don't think he's going to... I don't think we're going to see The Fiend all the time. Eventually... He's going to be like the demon. He's going to be like the demon. Bray Wyatt's going to wrestle. He's going to have an alter ego where you wrestle Bray Wyatt and you wrestle The Fiend. No, I think that's what it'll come to, but not now. Not for like the first couple of months of that shit. No, exactly. Exactly. I, I thought Deadass... I thought Deadass... The best thing about that match was... The fact that Finn didn't wrestle as the demon. It was just Finn yes. Balor. Yeah, definitely. Bray Wyatt dominated the match, or the Fiend dominated the match, and at the end of the match, it ended with the screams. Yeah. You know? Like, that was, reminded me of old school Mankind. That's why I expected from, like, kind of like and a Fiend character. And now he has a mandible claw as a finisher. That was, that was the dope finish, too. perfect for his character. A one, two, three. I'm with telling that. you, I feel like it's going to go... They, they, Bray, Bray looks like he knows what he's doing with this character. So I'm going to trust it. Oh, and the, the bonus was uh, Bray Wyatt's head as the lamp. Yo, he has the mandible claws to fucking finish him? Yeah, dude. That's shit. crazy. They're going to go back to boiler room What's matches. What's up with everybody doing this right now, man? What? We got no, Kevin they, with the stunner. This is different, though, bro. And now you got Bray Wyatt with the... It's no different. It's no, just, you know why it's different? It's no different. The same thing, just different character, it was, different it was blah, blah, blah. down, bro. But same thing. It was passed down. He got to put it on Mick Foley during the Raw reunion. That yeah, shit man. was passed down, bro. From one fucking weirdo to the next. It's like Biggie's move too. Like he does kind of like almost a not a people's elbow because he doesn't do an elbow, but he does like the the, the little splash when he like goes above gubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of a people's elbow ish. You know really. what I'm saying? Yo, but yeah, man, like, <laughs> Next. I think, <laughs> cut it out. <laughs> Yo, somebody listening going to be like, I felt them. <laughs> nah, I just think that these wrestlers are doing, like, old school moves, like, I want I don't want to see that no more. I don't want to see, I, I don't want to see it. I think, do you really want to see the stunner? What I no, what I don't mind seeing is do the really, man before. Do, really, do I really no, want to see the stunner? No. Yeah, right. We said that. I he shouldn't be doing the stunner. You think he should be doing the mandible claw for real? Yeah. I think it fits the yeah, character. Yeah, I think so too. Honestly. It fits the character, bro. It's menacing. It's menacing to have somebody in your mouth holding it like at a pressure point and making yeah, you pass yeah. out with it. Or choking you to death with it. Yo, it's dope. I if, agree. It's if, dope. Yo, if mankind let him do it to to him. And then, like, yo, that's all you? That, see, that's a passing of the torch. It wasn't right Mankind, it was Mick Foley, bro. Same difference. Mankind, Mick Foley, do love. Still that nigga. See how he looked? He had, he had his flannel on. 
<laughs> Nasty. Pulling out his hair, slapping himself. Like, so dope, bro. Guys, before we get off, you know, off topic, as we were talking about with Ziggler, well, I mean, with Goldberg, he had a match with Ziggler. Match was, That's what, right. about three, four minutes, maybe. Ziggler got some offense in. Barely. Caught a couple of super kicks here and there, try to, you know, test them out or whatever. So But then, now we're hearing that he was only supposed to wrestled till SummerSlam with an appearance on Monday Night Raw and he was done after that. Him and, him and Vince McMahon had a, I guess, a, an agreement. Not a deal, but an agreement. And now there's reports coming out saying that Vince went back on that and told him he can't even let him go. Like, he'll rather just pay him to stay home. What are your thoughts on that, fellas? For the safety of my company, I would do the same. Oh yeah, yeah. How, how how much of the contract is left? Out of Ziggler's contract, Ziggler's been asking out of his contract since the beginning of the year. As much, I thought he the, just signed one, no? He signed, I guess, for like I think it was like a, I don't even know how many years, but I know he's getting like a, uh, a mil and a half. They said. They didn't say how many years or anything like that. Quick question: Is this like? A rumor, or is this like the re- what's no, reported this is, by? This like, is what's been reported official, by, by, like, like offi- yeah, official sites. It's all it's been there like since even January. So you spoke about that since now. January. Since yeah, January. I remember that part, but that's messed but I'm up. I'm talking if, about the freeze, like the yeah, the amounts that spoke about it also freezing like, people out of their contracts. See, Vince McMahon should be worried because AEW, AEW, because the niggas is snatching up everybody, bro. Everybody valuable, they're going to snatch up. If not, they're going to New Japan. Look at Moxley, bro. Like, that's another dude. He went the right way first. He went to New Japan. That was the smartest move he could do, bro. I mean, he did a couple of indie shows. Yeah, Before but, he went out there. But, like, that was, like, one of his first, like, breakouts. Yeah. After putting out those those little... Uh, Winning that vignettes. belt, going through that whole um, G1... That's dope. That's man. stuff that he wanted to do. That's dope. But man. with Ziggler, like, I feel like, yo, Ziggler, he needs the fucking change, bro. Yo, he, I'm telling you, that's it. For him in WWE, that's it. Yeah. That's because it. there's too much, yo, dude. Yeah. There's too much talent, bro. There, there's nothing WWE could really do for him right now. So why not just let him go? But then Vince knows if he goes somewhere else, he's a fucking star. Money. New Japan, next Kenny Omega, bro. Like, that's how good he is, bro. Yeah, you're right. That's how good he is. Absolutely agree with you, bro. He could be that nigga, bro. He could be that fucking nigga. If they just let him. But, like, he's also concentrated on being an actor and doing comedy. He be doing stand-up all over the fucking place. Yeah, bro. But I know he's also thinking, like, you know, 39 years old. I need to go somewhere else. I got like a good four or five more years in this shit. Let me do something with it. You know? 39 years old. 39 years old, man. Oof, I'm approaching 39. Anyway. Well, everybody so, just yeah. had like a, like a, a life moment. <laughs> Next question. I'm just hoping everything works out for Ziggler, man. Yo. Really do. 39 feels old when you're 37. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Shazzy's like, I don't want to talk about that shit. Uh, let's see. So, Kevin Owens beat the shit out of Shane McMahon. Were you guys surprised that they didn't go the whole angle? Have him just out, out of, you know, out of the picture for a little while or whatever? Or this is what you expected out of this match? It's what I expected, yeah. He just came back. Exactly. They're not going to send him away again. I know, but the the way WWE is doing, like, you know, we never understand it. Nah, nah. You know? I think what we're going to, it's just like what we've seen with the Fiend and Finn Balor. I don't think we're going to see Finn Balor for a while after that. Yeah, because he he had requested two months off, so supposedly he's supposed to be back by November. Yeah, Uh and then challenge him again and not come back as, you know. Yeah. I think we said that a few episodes ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I think I said that. I think WWE's listening, and we said that a few Uh, episodes ago. Just like the King of the Ring. Oh, yeah. I was going to get to that when we talk about Raw, but yeah. But supposedly people were sick of Shane being on TV. Oh, it's been it's you can see it, man. You can see it with the crowd and everything like that. But he did his job with a with Elias, and he did his job with uh when he had them all together, like um, Elias, McIntyre, and the revival. Like they, it looked like it could be something, but they they didn't go with it. But he did his job though, because they all did pretty well for themselves since, right? I don't know McIntyre. Yeah, I was gonna say McIntyre is. I put well, out his record of the last couple of matches he's been having. He's been losing more no, than after, anything else. After SummerSlam, he's been like he won. Actually, before SummerSlam, he had a match. I'm just saying, like but since like, since WrestleMania, and I said I said this in the last podcast. There was 18 matches since the last WrestleMania, that and he's McIntyre. lost 12 of them. That McIntyre is he is lost? he in McIntyre the King of the Ring? Right, yeah. Huh? Is he in the King of the Ring? Yeah, he's in the King of the Ring. Mm-hmm. We're gonna is we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. But uh, another thing was Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins beat Brock Lesnar. He beat him clean. No low blows, no chairs, no nothing. He beat the he beat the dude clean. At one moment, it was kind of fun watching Seth Rollins get his ass beat, like going you know going through the Raws or whatever, and you yeah. know, Brock pop up on him and fuck him up. Felt old school. Yeah, and then. We seen the Brock Lesnar. We know we can see if he wants to do the match. Every time Brock Lesnar wants to be there and wants to wrestle, it's a fucking great match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and we're talking about it. recent shit. We're not talking about his his run before he came back, like the matches he had with Triple H, the match that he had with Undertaker, with Undertaker, with John Cena, um, with Daniel Bryan. Some of them were Roman Reigns. Like, yo, you, you could see, like, he, he wanted to be there. He liked the physicality of it with AJ Styles. The match with him and AJ Styles a couple years back, I, I think it was Survivor Series. Yeah. Dope. Fucking dope. Now you have this really, really good match with Seth Rollins. As a fan, you love it. But I just think that Seth Rollins is not a babyface, man. It just doesn't agree with him. I feel like it doesn't agree with him. Like, he comes off as corny. He doesn't come off cool. When he was a heel, and he was with the corporation, he had his own security guards and all that shit, that shit was funny, cool. You hated him, though. You fucking hated him. He was like the the perfect heel. Huh? The authority. Yeah, the authority. And he had his own own security. Remember J&J security? Yeah. I feel like it was... 
amazing. You know, I just feel like as a, as a heel man, I mean, as a face, no good. No good. He would have got a better a better reaction, whether it would have been negative or positive from the fans. Any reaction is a good reaction, like they always say. I just feel like him as a him as a face is not working, man. But he kind of plays the middle where he's still like, like he scheming, the, but yeah. he's <laughs> you he know like that fine line of a baby face. Yeah, like he, he is. Type of dude, like kind of like a not like a sympathetic type of Yo. you know wrestler, but like somebody like what we saw with him like holding his ribs, like you know I'm gonna beat him, like you know. You felt empathy. You're like, oh, he yeah. he might do it if you give him a chance. Yeah, you know? but then no, but, like when he's like kind of the asshole, the crowd the crowd appreciates that. You know, like they'll take that in and they'll cheer for him. You never get a real heel anymore. The crowd chants for the heels. It doesn't matter how they react. Word. That's you know? why he should have went that route, bro. He should. They they should have. They should have went that route with Paul Heyman flipping on Brock. Exactly. And then nah, that fucking turn, bro. Nah. That would have been like I told you I was. He would have been like I told you I was gonna win. Yeah. Boom, bitch. He could have been that same hockey Seth Rollins. Bro. Dope heel. You could, you could do before. that later on with that's anybody it. else. But nah, that's that, the perfect to, I don't, to I don't, turn on Brock. I don't, it was perfect. There's nobody else he could turn on. Heyman. But there's nobody else he could turn on that would not only make sense but actually matter, bro. Yeah. Nah, yeah. man. Like, Hell that yeah. Don't sound right. It doesn't sound right. The, yo, this first off, that, that match shit, alone was tough. Like, that match, the length and, and everything, yeah, it was, was a dope-ass match. The physicality was dope. For that turn to happen throughout that match, like, it nah, it wouldn't. Why put Seth through all of that nonsense? Yo, in reality, like, like Seth should have not won that match. They gave it to him because he's fucking baby face as fuck. Yeah. So, like... I don't, they're trying I don't, to build their like new. They're, they're trying to build their new big baby face. I didn't like yeah, that. Shit. And their to, new to, top guys. It, it, to just win. It made sense though. Yeah, remember, yeah, yeah, you got remember these. Yeah. Brock Lesnar is a part timer. You know. There you go. We're not gonna see Brock all the time. And you know how people got pissed when the Universal Championship came out. Yeah. And nobody saw Brock, but hmm. he was a champ. Hmm. It was like, Yo, I'll get happy. No, no, go, go, go. Uh, you imagine fucking Brock would have won. And his next opponent would have been AJ Styles. And then Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman flips. Right there. I would like that. That would have been even better. That would be different. I like that. Yo, that shout out good. to Shice for that one. I like that one. Shout out to Shice for that one. That would have been dope. That was good. That was good. But They're nah, not doing that. Fuck that up. Yeah. That would be dope. Imagine Heyman running the OC. Too, too much good stuff. Too much good stuff. They'll go to fucking super heels. Like, they'll be like the endless heels. Yeah. Like, there's no way a kid's gonna like AJ Styles after that. No way. Not with Heyman. Not, not with Heyman as your mouthpiece, bro. You give AJ two titles. <laughs> the US title and the Universal title. Like, Rollins had it. Yeah. Rollins had it with the US, which Pretty dope. He beat AJ John Cena for the US. No, but he beat John Cena for the US while yeah. he had the world title. That was fire, dude. I think it was belt for belt, no? Yeah, it was belt for belt, and he beat John Cena. It was at, at SummerSlam 2013. 
2014, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that was the first time I wanted John Cena to win. <laughs> you were always a John Cena fan. Uh, yes, one. yes. We even got you a shirt. We went to an event for your mm-hmm. birthday and got you a John Cena shirt just because you were the only one that would cheer for John Cena. Not true. It's not true? It's not true, LP? Nope, it's true. Then we get on that true. lime green joint no. or orange joint. That's true. That part is true. No. Why Why did we get you the shirt? I don't know. Because that was your me? guy. That was your boy, bro. Yeah, that boy. was your guy. Don't worry about it. It's okay. You saw John Cena. We ain't see him. Still had that shirt? Oh, <laughs> uh, word. Nah, so me, me and LP bought a fucking 35 shirt for nothing. Nah, that's Basically, not that's wild. 35 shit's He never wore it either. Never, never, <laughs> never seen it ever again. It's all good. It's I all used good. to put it under my door to cover the smoke. Great. <laughs> Great. <laughs> we, we thought a nigga was going to kill it with some Team Jordans, nigga. With <laughs> <laughs> some Team Jordans and Jorts. George. <laughs> with the flannel with the flannel short sleeve. And the wrist the wristbands and shit. You get the wristbands. I love you. And then I should I just come out the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see me oh, snap man. back. With the towel on my side right there. Uh, I ain't ready. He's ready. like We working. Yeah. We working. Throw the towel yeah. away. <laughs> We're like, where you, who you throw that to? <laughs> Who'd you point that to? My girl's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> oh, man. Good shit. So, guys, NXT, man. NXT was fucking great, bro. Once again, I feel like I haven't seen an NXT takeover that was ass. Or even just like, nah, that was alright. Every NXT takeover since they started has been fucking incredible, bro. Incredible. Yes, we had Trish Stratus versus Charlotte, which was, you know, a generational match and a once in a lifetime, just like, you know, Hogan and Rock. Not saying it's it's in the same magnitude, but just like like that, like a generational talent match. The two women's matches on NXT blew anything that the women on the main roster was doing out the water. The first match with Lil Shirai and Candice LeRae. Johnny Gargano's girl. Dude, they were pulling moves out the ass, bro. And it was just action from beginning to end, beginning to end, beginning to end. There was so many different turns. You didn't know where the match was going. As soon as Lil Shirai hit her finisher, and it was a wrap, one, two, three. I feel right now, Shayna, also, also Shayna, Blazer, Shayna Baszler versus Mia Yen. It reminded me of a hard-hitting men's match, just like Brock and Samoa Joe. That's what it reminded me of, really? that match right there. Because of the way they were going at each other and trying to injure each other and trying to injure certain parts of their body mm. in order for them not to pull out their move. So Mia Yen, what she did was attack her, attack Shayna Baszler's arms. Because without the arms, she can't put that 
that coquina clutch on her. Yeah, she yeah. calls it something else, but it's the same shit that fucking Samoa Joe does. So, with Shayna Baszler, like, she was trying to take out the power from me again because she's known as a powerhouse chick. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, yo, dude, phenomenal from front to end. It was probably like 10 minutes. <clears throat> it was just like Samoa Joe versus Brock Lesnar. And then Shayna Baszler pulls out the win with uh, a triangle chokehold, but she just used her legs. She didn't use her arms with it. You know how, like, Undertaker used to pull the dude down? Yeah. She just did it with her legs and stood up. Nice. Like how Charlotte stands so up for the figure eight. She sold the injured arms. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yo, Shayna Baszler has gotten better since the she only, started. The only thing I think that WWE needs to fix is the way they promote their females. Because, like, right now with... Uh, Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss holding the tag team titles for the ladies and then winning in that SummerSlam, they could do something with that now. These are people that are always going to be on TV. They want them on TV because the people want to see them. After a while, I think people got a little sick of the Iconics because every time they were wrestling, they were either losing, winning by disqualification, which kind of like, you know, fucked up their whole shit because everybody always wanted them to talk because everybody loved them talking but now you have these two there you have to do something with that you have to bring up for some fresh talent for both titles in order to you know bring those titles together I think they need fresh talent for that because mm. them having the women's title one women's title and a tag title that covers the division just bring some some ladies up they could do it on the singles tip, and then other ladies could do it on the, on on the tag tip. I think Ronda Rousey's coming back soon. Huh? There's no there's no uh, timeline for her because she's trying to have kids and all this other stuff, and she like she's just chilling, enjoying her life. Is she still in the contract? I think so. I think so. Wow, so they just giving her time to just do her. Remember, she got injured. She broke her hand or something like that during our, the WrestleMania match. So that injury was going to be like six to eight months or something like that. Let me ask you, how do you feel about the women's division right now as I it stands it right just, this second? As it stands right this second, it's not where it was supposed to be after Evolution. It was, it's, it's taking a downturn, which is crazy because Evolution was really good. All women's pay-per-view was really, really good. A lot of good, solid matches with great matches mixed in. And I feel that right now what happened after Raw with Sasha Banks coming back, being that nasty heel that she was in NXT that everybody loved when she called herself the boss, I feel like that's the jolt of energy it needed. I could see in the next couple of months heading into WrestleMania of next year, the women's division is going to be a lot better. She hasn't been healed since then. She hasn't been healed. It's been a while. She's been healed a little bit on the main roster. But it was nowhere near what she was doing at NXT where people hate her. She was just that good of a heel. But it was hard to hate her too because she was that good in the ring. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like adding that element and just doing something with the tag division and just having... A nice, solid division. There, ha there, there shouldn't be two women's titles. Unless one is the main and one is secondary. 
If one is secondary, that secondary title has to be held through all promotions. Through Raw, through SmackDown, through NXT, NXT UK. Let them go all over the fucking world with that title. Let that be what they used to do back in the day. The working man, the, the working man title. Be the working woman title. Like This is the title that gets you ready to go to the mainstream. Ready to go for that main title. Isn't this the reason why they introduced <coughs> the women's tag title? In the, in the, I think they introduced it because it's supposed to go through the three, the three of them, NXT, SmackDown, and Raw, and the twenty four seven also. But it hasn't really been like that. It's only been through basically SmackDown and Raw. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, They're not really doing what they said they were going to do with that title. They need to do that, but they need to have a solid women's division. Like the only thing that seems solid within their women's division is NXT. Main roster, the main roster has been slacking. Slacking. Yeah, I ain't like not the on their part. On not on their part, but on on creative. Like you need to have something for these ladies, bro. These ladies are putting they're all out there and they're very talented. I think it would have been a smart move if they gave Natalia the win at SummerSlam. I'm still not a hundred percent. Into this whole woman wrestling. I think. Well, I, I'm gonna give you a couple of matches, and I'm hoping that you'll you'll view it, and then you'll have a different view on it. I'm telling you, man, they have a lot of great talent there, and they're not they're not capitalizing on it. They're just doing little stupid three four minute matches that have no meaning to it. When they were doing a lot more when the with, with the women's division before. What what are you not sold about the women's division yet, Woodrow? Some of the matches are just not that entertaining. Like they 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 look like they're just forcing the situation. Like there's there's nothing smooth about anything going on in the ring. <laughs> and I don't mean it in a I don't know, I guess I just mean it in a just an observant way. Because you're observing what's going on. And I, I get you. you yeah, you're like, not you're personally you don't like it. Like I like Banks, I like uh, the Iconics. You know, I like their like their little gimmick. Yeah. When. When Becky Lynch was there, I mean, uh, what's her name? Ronda. When Ronda was there, it was giving like a little more excitement because then it was like everybody was trying to fuck with her. I think it was definitely more entertaining when Ronda was there. Once Ronda left, that shit kind of. Well, when Becky Lynch became champion, it was good, but then after a while. And I think Died what down. fucked it up is because she got hurt or whatever it was. That's what fucked that up. Because she was hot right before that. And then that shit just died down when she got oh, hurt. Oh, yeah, when she got her nose broken? Yeah, some shit. Yeah. And shit fucked her up, bro. Because she, she was hot at the moment. I'm and just hoping. No round by no, no nobody. I'm just hoping they see, you know, like, what they got at NXT and... With like, the females in NXT, you'll do their horseman matches. Chicks, they should, they the should matches that they're doing is, yo, is blowing the main roster out of the water, bro. And I haven't said that in a while because for a while, the main roster chicks were really doing it. Where, I'm sorry, chicks, not chicks, women. Don't want to be the AC Slater of this shit. The chicks. But, uh, <laughs> what up, mama? <laughs> I think that was with you like a few questions ago. But, um... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just my preference of wrestling, I guess. It's not no, any definitely. Like, yo, women. Charlotte Flair 
is is doing wonders right now, wonders with that division as, as you know as anemic as it seems. She's doing a lot of good matches with it, you know. And then they have to bring up like they got Ember Moon there. Ember Moon is great in the ring. Just let her be her. Just let her do what she gotta do. Yeah, she's dope. You know. And then you have the Kabuki Warriors, which I hate saying that. It sounds so fucking racist. But you know, you got Asuka and um, what was the the pi- pirate girl? Yeah. What's her name? Sailor Moon. Yeah, yeah you something think, sane. Oh, Carrie sane. Carrie sane. That sounds racist to you? I don't know. It just sounds like Kabuki. It sounds like a joke. It no. sounds like Bukaki. That's why. This guy, bro. Does it sound like Kamudi? <laughs> Jesus. All right. All right. So, with that being said about the women's division, uh, shout to Shasha Banks though. Shasha Banks came through with fire. We said that. She came through with a fucking bang. No, not at all. Not at all. But <laughs> not at all. But um, Raw and SmackDown. There wasn't really much on Raw and SmackDown. They, these are the shows where they had it for a moment to be like the Raw after WrestleMania, the Raw after SummerSlam. You had people debuting, you had all this other shit going on, and nothing really went on. But we got two fire matches from both brands. We got Drew McIntyre versus Cedric Alexander on Raw. What are your thoughts on Cedric? I want to know everybody's thoughts on Cedric Alexander right now. He's one of those guys that's good in the ring. I'll fucking rather watch fucking dirt dry up before I watch him talk <laughs> on the mic. What? He has no character at all, bro. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Yo, you, you said that so calm that I didn't know what was going to come out. It was... Yo, I ain't never seen dirt dry up. Yo, what the fuck? I know you... Oh, shit. <laughs> Like paint drying, it's too Dirt quick. Dirt drying up is nasty. <laughs> Yo, him, no, that's nasty. Him that's... and Ricochet have no like, they have no mic skills. They have Yo. no character, son. Nah, yeah. That's why they should be. They should not be put in with these big, top guys, right? Like you know, straight off the bat, they should have just been in the mid level corner and took that over. Nah, 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 nah. Because you bro, still gotta, it, you still gotta have. I feel like Cedric should have been in NXT. Yo, bro. when you do that with Ali and Ali's doing good. Right, and then Ali he has hurt, promos. and then he got Ali's, hurt. Ali's different though. I think Ali Bro, has that. And Ali got hurt, and then boom, he's back where he was probably at now. He you don't know, get no shine like that. You know what's he's crazy? Not big. What's different between him and Cedric is that Ali got promos. He knows how to talk. You know who got that? Yes. You I know like who Ali got though. that? Buddy Murphy. Well, yeah, Buddy Murphy. That's We're gonna get to Buddy Murphy when we get into SmackDown. Kenny Omega, the WWE, Murphy. got that. But all I gotta say right now is that. That was phenomenal. And, yo, dude, if Cedric had the mic presence, if he had some type of charisma, I think the fans would gravitate toward him. The, gra- the fans just like him because of the what he does in the ring. Because that match between him and Drew, Drew McIntyre was dope. Nah, you yeah. can't say it wasn't. No, nah, it was a good that, match. That match was great. You didn't know who was going to win because Drew's losing all the time and he's giving... 
Cedric his moment yeah. in the match. That was dope. And then Cedric, when he had to sell the finish, he sold it perfectly. He has everything. Like, you know how, like, they see baseball players coming up through the rank. Oh, he's a three-tool player, four-tool, five-tool. Like, Cedric has four. He just needs that mic game, bro. That charisma. That's it. Everything else, he checks the boxes with. As soon as he comes with a great gimmick and the mic skills, he's going to be on top. He could be on top. What do you think? Or he could be where... Am I, am I just like going going crazy saying this or what? Nah, he's dope in the ring. We we see that he's dope in the ring. Mm-hmm. But I probably, I probably saw him on the mic like twice. And it was just like generic shit. Yeah. Which is fine. But he's the type that if I feel like if you give him a dope character, then he could come up off it. But who he is right now is kind of like he doesn't have an identity. Doesn't he's, know what to do. He's just this great wrestler. He is default player one exactly. on the mic. Black. <laughs> default black. player one. Default <laughs> player black. Like, literally. guys, everything that he says. But his fucking work in the ring is dope. Of course you're going to get that with him. In so you get time. you get his respect. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? He does it, like, effortlessly. Exactly. Yeah, without any effort, bro. He but, got every like I say, he got everything else but that presence. But he doesn't have an identity to me. No, he's he just doesn't. his just name. Cedric Alexander. Exactly. They That's why like a couple weeks ring. ago when we were talking about the match that he was involved with and I was like, How the fuck did he even end up in this shit? Like yeah. he he looks like he doesn't bother anybody. He's just looking for time. <laughs> he's like, I got time, cuz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's basically what it yo. And I see that Paul Heyman likes pushing acts like that. Like, he likes pushing people that, that could wow in the ring, and he feels like he could just work with them. I mean, he did it with Ray Mysterio. He did it with Sandman and everybody in ECW. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think that I dude give could be a star, time. man. I want to give him some time. Him time. I feel like, I feel like he could be, be a star. real star. The one person that I think is going to skyrocket over him on SmackDown is Cedric. I mean, not Cedric. Oh, wow. <laughs> Buddy, Buddy Murphy. Murphy. Buddy Murphy had, I would say, yo, if that's not five stars, I don't know what it is. What he had with him and Roman. Dude. Roman is at a point in his career where he can make somebody. And that's exactly what he did with Buddy Murphy. That was like a solid five minutes on Twitter. Like, that match trending, like, after, after. like Dude, that match, match was of the dope. Year type of shit. Like, everybody knows Buddy Murphy wasn't a fucking cruiserweight. Nigga weighed like about 230 pounds. He's a big dude. He's he, just he nasty, fucking, son. Yeah. He's just nasty. He's just, yo, he's just crazy. He hit Roman with the V-trigger. First you saw that, right? First three seconds and went for the pin. I was like, this guy's wilding right now. <laughs> he's wilding. This is Kenny Omega's status right there. Exactly. Come on. And, you know, just him doing all these moves and then him kicking out of the Superman punch. <clears throat> like, the Superman punch is the second is the second move Roman does. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the top two moves that he has. And he kicked out of it, and you seen it in Roman's face. He was just like, oh, shit. Like, all right, cool. Yo, he said it right after he kicked out of that. Who the hell is this guy? Who the hell is he? Made him. Bang, right there. Camera zoomed in, perfect time. Perfect time. The crowd was already wilding. Like, yo, if he, like, when he kicked out, the crowd was behind Buddy. They were like, yeah, he kicked out at two. We still got this. Like, they knew they had a show going right there, bro. That also shows you the star power of Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Too bad he's starting his career like a snitch. 
Tight. I said it. Six nine. See, see how you good. try to forget? They'd be like, nah, he snitched, but he's doing his thing right now, though. <laughs> yeah, he's doing his thing, though. You see him out? So yeah, what he is did he, his the thing. 50 cent now? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That is some 50 cent shit. Oh, man. 50. But listen, man, Buddy Murphy is going to be a star, though, bro. He's going to be a fucking star. There's no denying it. He's great on the mic. Even with promos where they don't let him, you know, be himself or saying shit, he still looks good doing it. He's going to be a star. WWE has too much. (coughs) Exactly what I was saying with the whole Ziggler shit. Let that nigga go. That's not going to hurt you, bro. That shit is not going to fucking hurt you. What that shit is going to do is basically free up the space you need in order to concentrate a certain talent that you have there right now that's on the way up. Like, stop with the whole fucking War Raiders versus fucking unknown... Yeah, unknown fucking state talent. Like, fuck that shit. Let them niggas get in there with some real niggas then, bro. Well, how many of those fucking matches have they had already? Jesus, the last three or four months. We've had enough. Enough, enough of that shit. After that, then you know what? Send them motherfuckers back to Japan if you don't know what to do with them niggas, bro. Send them motherfuckers back. Yeah, I honestly thought something was going to happen this time. I thought somebody was going to come out and challenge them. Nah, man. That's what has to happen. I I feel like their tag teams are so strong, they don't even know who to throw at them. You know what I'm saying? They don't even know who to throw at them niggas. Like, who do you throw at, at, at War Raiders right now? Whoever. Right now, they, 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 do, they, they have just certain tactics that none of them can look weak. None of them can lose in that War Raider fashion. Yeah. So exactly. they build up this team to be unstoppable for what? Hey, yo, hey, well, uh, authors of pain are out right now. To so. join the league. Back. What? And to join the league. The league of disappointing wrestlers that always get led to this part. Especially coming from NXT. Shit is wild, bro. Built up to sit down. Yeah, basically. Punks jump up to get beat down. It's a routine. Fucking insane. Yo, it's insane that we saw Uncle Murder walk towards a fucking wrestling room. I'm still kind of bugged out by that. <laughs> That's how you know hip hop and wrestling is the same shit. We've been saying that. They parallel to each other, bro. Been saying that shit. For real. But to get out of all of that, we have our what if segment to close off the show. So last week we put up a, a post and it just said what if. So we asked everybody what if this, what if that within pro wrestling. Give us your questions, we'll answer them. If you have your own type of way how shit would have went, we would have said it, whatever it may be. Alright? So the first one is make Alexander great again. What if Scott Hall and Kevin Nash never went to WCW? And we were at Diesel and Razor. But what if, like, think about it. They never went over there. They stayed in WWE. So what would have happened? No sting. Like. No no Black Crow sting? No Black Crow sting. Not like that. Not like, not like the impact that he had. Yeah. 
No, like, feuds between, like, the Four Horsemen and NWO. Okay. Just, like... That was funny. Remember when fucking Kevin Nash was, uh... Arn Anderson? Anderson? Yeah. That was hilarious. And X-Pac was, uh... Was it X-Pac? I don't know. I just remember that. I just remember him being fucking, um... Arn Anderson, because it was the funniest (coughs) shit in the world. He had the neck brace and shit. That shit was funny. Yo, what? I think... If Scott Hall and Kevin Nash never would have went, we probably would have had, still would have had, actually, DX. (laughs) DX would have been a whole lot different. DX would have been, the first four would have been Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Scott Hall, and Kevin Nash. And maybe if they would have had all the power they had in WCW at the time with WWE because they were making them so much money with it. What if, throwing a what if out there on this one, what if that shit would have all turned around and WCW would have came back, came on top? Because that was the one thing that was the matter with WCW. They let the talent basically control the show. They had no control over the talent. They had no control over the show and the show started to digress. The show started to be whacked. Do you think that would have happened with the WWE? Or would have Vince McMahon monitored what was going on? There's no what if to Vince McMahon. No, not yeah. at all, right? There's no, oh, I yeah, no problem. Sell your idea. I let it rock. Nah, nigga, it's my idea too. <laughs> you saw what happened in Ziggler. Oh, did I have <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Somebody it's like, like, you know what? What we talked about the other, a week or two ago? Yeah, that can't happen. Yeah, no. That was stupid. Yeah. Now she's <laughs> like, hey, I got this idea. He's like, oh, you mean I got this idea? Because I What is it? it? I already know it, and I don't like it. <laughs> I'll come to you when I have an idea again. <laughs> it's fucking insane, bro. Like, yeah. I, I feel like that, we wouldn't have... We wouldn't have DX, bro. Trust me, we wouldn't nah, have the DX. DX wouldn't happen. DX was it. created just because of what? NWO was doing. Okay. But that's right. I, I agree that, with that. I agree with because that. Because of that. You know what I'm saying? You Attitude Era was based on the... What happened in WCW yep. with NWO. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we wouldn't have DX. We wouldn't have the Attitude Era. So we'll it's funny. Would, would wrestling fucking... be the same then? Would wrestling be like all hokey? Like what? And it wouldn't get like so, you know, raunchy, I guess you would say. Like we wouldn't have the hyper-realism that... Nash and Hall bought invading WCW. Okay. You feel me? Like the real character. The real name. Like we wouldn't have any of that. Because when they invaded, that shit bought something new. You were like, yo, I know these guys. Why are you coming out the crowd like that? Why are they disrespecting all crazy? Yeah, why are they calling them Scott Hall and Kevin Nash? Mm-hmm. Why are they yeah. not calling them Razor Ramon and Diesel? Yeah, like, by what like, we know. They don't know their names? Yeah. Like, those are their names. <laughs> no, like, I mean. There was some hyper-realism to that. You know? so we would have lost there. all that. All that basically, like, reality, 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 reality. I don't know why I couldn't say the word, (laughs) but anyways, (laughs) we would have lost that aspect of wrestling. Yeah. Like, will Val Venus be fucking in the jungle with fucking Jenna Jameson? Mm -hmm. We wouldn't have the Godfather. Will we have uh, the Job Squad? Al Snow with Head? Will we have the Sacrifice with Undertaker? Oh, we try to sacrifice uh, Stone Cold, Stone Cold, and then Stephanie McMahon. Mm. Will we have the divas? Will we have women wrestling? Will we have 
Mankind as the World Heavyweight Champion in WWE. That's what fucked up the ratings right there. Remember when they said that shit on Nitro? Oh, guy, guy used to wrestle for us, Cactus Jack. His name is Mick Foley. He's going to win the heavyweight title. That put some butts in seats. Everybody changed over to go watch that. Will we have that? Nah. A lot of shit. A lot of shit will be different, man. Mm-hmm. A lot of shit. We'll probably have territories still. Some territories. You know what I mean? WCW will still be out there. That 316 but, was after NWO, right? Yeah. 316 was 97. Yeah, I, think, I think it would have been managed different. The WCW yeah. promotion. It wouldn't be what it is now. Yeah, they were just throwing money away. They were just burning money through wrestlers. How big your contract? Sign it. This guy Yo, wants fucking eight million. Do it. <laughs> for the time being, it was the right move, bro. Because in the long run, you wasn't gonna beat Vince. So, do it smart. It's like, yo, listen. In the long run, we're not gonna win this war. That's not what they were thinking. But we're nah. gonna win this battle. Nah, yeah, like, we gonna fight. They, they, they won that battle. They won that battle. They won that battle. Yeah, because they, lost they were the, the hyper realism bought Wait. that attention of like, yo, this is kind of realistic of them doing what they're doing. They're just they straight district. The and then under, uh, yeah. Say it again. Say it again. What? They changed the game. Yeah. And even how the way that uh, NWO was interacting with, what was his name that was running? Rodman. Nitro. Uh, uh, Eric Bischoff. Eric Bischoff. Dude, the way Hulk Hogan switched up on everybody was yeah. hyper-realism. It was like, yo, what? Like, we seen heel turns. That was different. That, that was something that else. That was like a fucking, what? We would have been deprived fuck? of the best heel that turn in the best. Sports that entertainment. That was like fucking ever. That was like Jesus going to the devil. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll huh? never forget <laughs> waking up, yo, dude. I'll never forget waking up my nephew, bro. Yo, best when that shit life. happened, what? bro. My nephew was fucking three years old, and just sleeping and shit. I was just fucking going nuts when I seen that shit. Yeah, it was crazy. I remember that. The legal cable long. days, bro. Mm-hmm. Yo. Shout out to Tom Warner yeah. Cable when they had Tom Warner Cable. Illegal uh, boxes. <laughs> yeah, shout out to illegal boxes, bro. Them shit shout out to illegal boxes. Shout out to illegal boxes. Word. Hmm. Switch up and down mad fast to see the porn and shit. Shut like, up. 62, 63, porn. 62, 63. <laughs> that's a nipple. That's an apple. That's an apple. <laughs> I thought you said that's an apple. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so our next one came from our boy Dion. At Dion... Can't say your last name, so I'm not going to chop it up. S-E-K-O-N-E. What if Sting would have went to WWE instead of signing with TNA? Put that picture in your mind right now. Instead of him going to TNA, doing that whole Joker gimmick that he was doing there. and What year would have that been? Was that like, oh, four, I would say? After WCW? He, yeah, he, he stood out for a moment because he was under contract. He couldn't do anything. Yeah, yeah, so he sat home and collected checks. And then I think he went to... Let's see when he went to TNA. We're going through the Google machines. Yes. If he would have been in WWE, he probably would have still been wrestling to this day. In WWE. I don't know. If he would have had that match with Seth Rollins, he definitely would have been wrestling. Mm. Seth Rollins fucked up his neck forever, bro. 
I think he had a bad neck to begin with already. 2003. If 2003, okay. So, 2003, what WrestleMania was that? Yo, that, would, that? that just would have been a great ad, period. Cause that's just the icon itself. And Ooh. to have them fight at a, at a younger time in life when he still got more uh, mobility, you know what I'm saying? Stinging yeah. Undertaker, yeah. Stinging Kane, Stinging fucking Triple H, all these dudes. Stinging yeah. fucking Stone been, Cold. So check this out. At WrestleMania 19... You had that Booker T Triple H match. You had Ken, uh, well not Ken, um, Kevin, Ke- uh, Ke- Jesus Christ, what the fuck is wrong with me today, bro? Kurt Angle versus Brock Lesnar when Brock Lesnar did that moonsault mm. and almost fucking broke his neck. Shooting star press? Yes. Fucking insane. He almost broke his neck. Remember he that thought shit? he still had it. He thought he still had it. Then you had Hogan versus Vince McMahon. You had like those matches there. <coughs> You had Austin vs. The Rock for, I think it was the last time they were saying it was going to happen. Imagine what The Undertaker could have been doing on that card. Undertaker vs. Sting, finally, would have happened in WrestleMania 19. Or if not, WrestleMania 20, when they made it epic at the Garden. We we probably wouldn't have had that bullshit match between Brock Lesnar and Goldberg because they were both leaving the company at the time. You could have ended off with Sting. And Undertaker at Madison Square Garden, WrestleMania 20. A lot of shittos, kudos. Well, that's all about that. That's what the what if segment is about. No, no, I, <laughs> I, um, I agree. Like, Jesus, the shit that could have happened, bro. My whole thing with the Undertaker and Sting, like, where, who goes over on that? Undertaker? Because he's a company guy? I would say Undertaker because it'll also put another nail on the stamp like yeah this is why we were better than WCW he took the L he took the L to Triple H and that was like a nail in the coffin that was supposed to be laid out 20 years ago you know what I'm saying like now it's laid out now niggas know like WCW is finally dead it's been dead but like we just killed like their top star of their company for years on end can't really say their best star was like Hogan because Hogan when you when you see Hogan and you think of Hogan you think of WWE you think of WWF of course you know NWO is there as a thought but the main thought is that big company like when you think when you think of Sting you don't think of WWE you think of WCW think of matches with him and Vader and Ric Flair at Bash at the Beach Rick Rude Starcast Halloween Havoc, that's where you think of Sting. So it's just to bury the whole shit. It's definitely, that's exactly what it is. It's just to bury the whole shit. So it wouldn't have been, would have been good, but it would, wouldn't have been good. On the TNA side of things, I feel a lot of stuff with him being a GM and him having that role and putting matches together and him having those other matches with Jeff Hardy, maybe Jeff Hardy would have had a fucking dud with somebody else because Jeff Hardy was so high for that match, he couldn't perform with Sting. Sting had to call it soon. Maybe Sting wouldn't go through those periods of, like, uh, embarrassment within TNA. 
That's what I think would happen. We answer those. We got a whole lot more for next week. Fellas, anything you guys been listening to lately that uh, caught your ear? Probably want to put for the song of the pod. Yo, before we do that, Netflix came back out with Glow. It's going to be in Vegas, right? Yeah, that season. It's pretty good so far. If you watch it, I'm good. ready to watch it. If that. you haven't watched it, you should watch it. It's good. And yeah. we can also mention that next week, we will be recording live from LA, LA. Big city of dreams. Big Me- facts. Meditating out there, doing some hood rat things with our friends. <laughs> but yeah, we'll be out there, so it'll be a little different next week. We'll be definitely in a little inebriated. It's the inebriated episode part two. We had one before. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, does anybody, has anybody been hearing something? What's up? Yo, honestly, that Benny and the Butcher, 5 to, five to 50, did we play that? We played that already. Okay. Yeah, we played that. That's been my joy. Anybody got something? No. I mean, I could recommend something like, you know, I'll be, I, you know, I listen to Weird Shit, bro. You know, I listen to MF Doom. I like that. I like that. Jay Beats. I think it's called Fantastic from uh, Rick Ross. Oh, I like the it? joint he got with Gunplay. Oh, oh I with heard that joint. Yeah. That shit is fire, bro. Do it. Play that one. Yeah. Nobody's the, favorite. Because the like last that. shit I was playing was uh, five to fifty. Nice. Oh, of course, we played that. See? Shout out Bum. to the whole Griselda. That's the shit right there. We Shout out Griselda. Word up. But this is the 20 by 20 podcast. We are your hosts, Nathan McFly. With Mr. Scheiss. Swordro. And LP Dangerously. Big blunt still burning in the black, big bins, bad bitch sucking dick by the dent. My rim, duffel bag full of hundreds, let us spend my teens. Gallet told you pussy niggas, all I do is win. Rolex, full of booger, lose my dogs in the pen. I'm fucking with a bitch, then she gotta be a 10. Diamonds on the neck, diamonds on the wrist. I put diamonds in the mouth, cause it's diamonds on my dick. I got diamonds on my hands, diamonds on my Chest, G5, nigga, 20,000, I done made a mess. All the feds taking pictures, so I pose for the hoes. Got the Phantom in the front, shooters at the back door. All the strippers know the tippers, very big difference. Got a gold chain swinging in my name, make figures. Time to let your soul glow with a hundred bullet holes. Now you screaming to the Lord, why them boys can do you wrong? Before I paint the picture, you better reach the scratch. Here come the Grim Reaper in the pair of black dickies. Life is such a dirty game as you walking through the flames. Stacking all the bodies as they calling out your name. See me at the new arena, best seats at the game. Hate to steal some subpoenas, but my snipers gotta aim. Sell a lot of records, not the money that I made. Of the bitches that we fuck, cause we share a lot of names. All the jewelers give me watches, cause they want to take a picture. I be moving all the product, my new house is on the river. My new house is on the my new house is on the river, my new house is on the river, my new house is on the river, so I had to buy a boat, better yet it's called a yacht, I was then labeled a boss for the yayo that I caught.
killer, but I grew to be a hustler. Beg your pardon, tell you sorry. I don't argue with the customer. And I got two bad bitches and they crying for the white. Play the cards in my hand, right? They dyking by the night. Call a plug bad news. Tell a story till it's boring. Styling sketchy and he know it. I don't care, I need my coin. And that's word to this dead I ain't lying on my groin. And it's time, get lying like a rhyme in a poem. White lines in my form. Hear a whine on the porn. That's your main, she my side. Couple times, pay my bond. Got a thousand eight grams of that glitter. Come and get it, getting bands with the yams. Fuck the on the Twitter, fuck the gram, stop playing white grams, I get rid of white bitch sucking dick, I leave a class on a sweater while I mash on the pedal, talking shit to her, tell her that I'm mad that I met her, bitch don't ever put your head up, got the smackers on call, sliding bare face and all, no shell, so well done, I let them take the vault, three C's, two M's, one G up in the Benz, one liter of the lean, your main squeeze up in my lens. I was raised to be a hustler, but I grew to be a killer. I be moving all the product. My new house is on the river. My new house is on the river, so I had to buy a boat. Better yet, it's called a yacht. I was then labeled a boss for the yo that I caught.